It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everyone. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. Today we are talking Pirates baseball, and we bring in Adam Barry of MLB.com, who covers the Pirates for us. Makes sense. Pirates are entering a new era, Adam, which is so interesting and, uh, you know, kind of bizarre to, to think about. But that's what Clint Hurdle is saying. And, uh, you know, I'm curious as to how that translates to spring camp, what you're seeing down there, what the feeling is with a bunch of young guys who are trying to compete. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I've brought this up in the past that it seems like the conversation around the Pirates has been pretty negative. You know, it's more about who they've lost than Andrew McCutcheon and Garrett Cole you know, and their chances of competing this year and the fact that they haven't signed a major league free agent and, you know, what the payroll is going to be. But then you get down here and, you know, maybe it's just the, the spring training optimism or the Florida sunshine or getting back on the, the green grass or whatever. But conversations with the team are actually really positive. You know, they're looking at what they have internally. Uh, they expect to win. I think you're going to hear that from just about every team. But, you know, they're pretty excited about what they still have. Uh, they They like the the outfield of the Starling Marte and Gregory Polanco, even though they don't know who the other outfielder is going to be. You know, they like the infield with Josh Bell and Josh Harrison coming back and Colin Moran, the new uh, acquisition over at third base, who's been really fun to watch uh, in batting practice down here. They like the combination of experience and, and youth behind the plate with Cervelli and Elias Diaz. And they love all the young arms. They have a really deep uh, group of relievers. They have a young rotation with a lot of upside. Um, so they're not really paying a lot of mind to the uh, to the projections and everything like that. They're they're pretty optimistic this first week of camp. And obviously, you know, we'll see how that holds up as the season gets rolling and you, know, you start to see them lined up against other teams. But, you know, when Clint Hurdle talks about a new era, he means it in a very positive way. And, you know, he even went so far as to, to say, you know, Pittsburgh is going to go crazy when they win it all, not if, but when at some point. So, uh, he's very optimistic. It seems you know everybody's been in a pretty positive mood. It hasn't been nearly as as upset uh, as people might expect, just based on some of the moves that have happened over the off season. Bold statement. I like it. This is the time of year to make those bold statements. <laughs> Pitchers and catchers reported this week. Uh, Fr- Francisco Cervelli is ready to you know really lead this kind of new look team into uh, the the new era. Um, you know he said he started his off season program early. What does he expect from himself in order to you know uh, portray this this uh, a notion that he is the leader and, and the rest of the guys will follow? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing for him is just health. Um, so he, he started that off-season routine a little early when we kind of asked why he started in October. He kind of laughed and said, well, I didn't play in September. So <laughs> he wanted to get started early. He got back to it, incorporated a little bit more, uh, you know, flexibility and mobility, the kind of stuff you hear about this time of year from guys looking to avoid injuries rather than focusing on strength training. Um, because when Cervelli's healthy, he's going to be an effective player. You know, he's a good defensive catcher behind the plate, maybe not the strongest. Uh, throwing guys out, but he's a great pitch framer. He's he's a great game caller. Uh, loves working with the pitchers, and they love working with him. 
Uh, and then, you know, he's an effective hitter. He gets on base a lot. So he may not be a big power guy, but he's a, an important cog in that kind of keep the line moving uh, lineup the Pirates envision. So uh, the biggest thing for Sorelli is just health. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a real vocal kind of rah-rah type leader, but his most important thing, and he always talks about it, is working with pitchers and, you know, learning them and, and doing everything he can to help them. And I think that's going to be even more important this year, just given the young staff and some of the inexperienced starters they have and some relievers uh, that they've brought in with great stuff, but a uh, history of some poor control. So he has a really important role on this team going forward, and the only way to play it is to be healthy, and I think he realizes that. Adam, it's so funny. I was just talking to Jamal Collier about the Nationals and Matt Weeders coming into camp in the best shape of his life. You know, he's lost 15 pounds, and that seems to be the M.O. And a lot of fans are interested in those storylines because it means that the player that they're rooting for spent the offseason focusing on exactly what they wanted them to focus on, which is this season. Ivan Nova seems to be in that same, you know, mindset. He arrives 10 pounds lighter, and, you know, he feels like he has something to prove. Yeah, Ivan Nova looks good. That was kind of one of the first things we noticed when we got down here is, is Nova, you know, doing his outfield running or whatever, and he looks better. Uh, he looks to be in good shape. Uh, not that he was in bad shape last year, but uh, the reason he did it actually is uh, that he had a knee injury last May uh, that was sort of kind of just a bothersome thing from time to time. You know, it kept him from doing his running, kept him from, you know, throwing between starts bullpens or, or doing all the lifts and stuff that he wanted to do. And if you want to point to a potential cause of sort of the, the decline he had performance-wise, you could say it started around that time. Nova's not the kind of guy who would use injuries as any sort of excuse or anything, but from the outside you can look at it and say, well, it's probably no coincidence that things started to go south for him uh, right around that point. So Nova made it a priority, uh, you know, worked with his diet, uh, spent more time, you know, running and doing uh, conditioning to try to bring himself into camp in a little bit better shape to avoid just sort of those nagging injuries. He's still a guy who went wire to wire in the rotation, and he believes he'll learn from that experience. It's really the first time, uh, even for a veteran guy, that he's been able to do that. You know, he was in New York for so long where it was almost start to start, you know, whether he was going to make his next one or go to the bullpen or get sit down to AAA. So there was a learning experience basically just as far as, you know, how to hold up over the course of a long season and then how he should physically prepare himself for it. And uh, the work seems to have paid off heading into spring training. The other storyline I know fans are really interested in is guys that report early. You mentioned that uh, outfielder Daniel Nava, who signed a minor league contract last week, reported on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, he's pretty interesting, too. You know, he's going to be kind of that fourth outfielder if he ends up making the opening day roster. But he's going to have, you know, a big influence this spring, and it's going to have an impact on, on his, you know, playing career going forward. Yeah, I think he's, he mentioned he's the oldest guy in camp. And, you know, he's, he's 34 going on 35. I think David Freeze is a couple years or a couple months younger than him. So there is sort of that opportunity to be, you know, he's, hit, he's played on the biggest stage. He was with the Red Sox 2013 when they won the World Series, uh, had some big hits for that team. So, you know, he's a guy who's done a lot and seen a lot. And, you know, he's still competing to, to keep his career going. He's still, you know, fighting for a spot on the opening day roster, which isn't necessarily guaranteed. But, uh, he's come in here to fill a role, and you know the Pirates have had some success with it in the past with a guy like Matt Joyce in 2016. And honestly, just the idea of having an experienced outfielder to back up, you know, a group that could potentially be made up of, uh, you know, a left field sort of squad, not even platoon, that could be made up of two utility infielders and a 24-year-old who doesn't have a whole lot of time above Double A. It'd be really important to have kind of a veteran guy like that. And 
Clint Hurdle made it clear that, you know, the Pirates' fourth outfielders don't just, you know, play once a week. They're going to get regular at-bats. They'll be pinch-hitting opportunities. They'll start from time to time. So I think they, they're going to see what they have in Nava this spring. But uh, my assumption is that he's going to wind up making the roster and, and potentially serving a really valuable role. Has Josh Harrison reported yet? He has not. That's going to be the most interesting one, just based on the, the comments that he made to The Athletic about wanting a trade. Uh, Clint Hurdle did say he's spoken to him, uh, and the conversations have been good, and he doesn't expect Harrison to, to have any backlash or, or anything like that when he does show up. Uh, they've tried to walk him through everything. But, yeah, that's going to probably be one of the more interesting days in Pirates camp when Josh Harrison does show up probably at some point within the next couple of days. I mean, how many questions is he going to get? It's going to be an endless stream of questions about whether he actually wants to be there, if he changed his mind from those comments. Uh, that's not a great way to start off camp. No, it's kind of funny, too, because most of the guys who have showed up, we don't really have a lot of new storylines to cover other than the guys who have left. You know, how do you react to McCutcheon and Cole going? And, you know, how do you re- maybe a couple of guys moving positions or filling more valuable roles? But Josh Harrison is going to be a big story when he shows up because he – is somebody who publicly requested a trade if the team doesn't think it can contend. So, you know, he's, he hasn't said anything since then. I think that was right after the Cole and McCutcheon trades. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if, you know, the front office has done anything to change his mind about where this team is heading. If he still does want to be traded, I think that would be the most fascinating thing because uh, the Pirates don't have to trade him. He doesn't have a must-trade clause in his contract. So, you know, if they want to keep him and they don't find a deal that they like, then he's going to be here playing second base and, batting toward the top of the order whether he likes it or not oh boy okay all right well you'll stay on top of it and let us know for sure the other thing that you were uh, letting us know is that daniel hudson didn't throw his scheduled bullpen because of a sprained ankle what's the update there yeah nothing too serious i don't think he was wearing a walking boot yesterday but today he was walking around uh, the clubhouse at pirate city just fine uh probably going to keep him out of commission for a couple of days maybe a little bit longer than that you know it's the start of spring training it's so long for a reliever who's just a one-inning guy you got plenty of time to, to get your work in and get ramped up for the season. And he's a veteran guy. He's done this before. So uh, it, it was a little unexpected. And, you know, an injury on the first official day of camp uh, does kind of get your attention, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be anything too serious, just sort of something to monitor as time goes on because there are the occasional spring training injuries on day one that then affect guys for the rest of camp, which then bleeds into the regular season. My sense is that this is not that, but it'll be something to monitor. Any interesting interactions you've had with some of these new guys, these prospects who came over in some of the trades? Yeah, Colin Moran is just such a, a kind of a fascinating character, I think, because the power and the swing changes that we've talked about. I just sat there and watched him take DP a little bit earlier today. And granted, you know, it's batting practice. Most people look good in batting practice. But, you know, it seems like he really has a good idea of what he's trying to do. And the power is real. Uh, the, the lift in his swing is very real. And he looks pretty competent over at third base and fielding drills. So, I mean, that could be a really valuable player for them. I know the Pirates are definitely very high on him. I uh, enjoyed talking to him. He's not a loud guy. He's pretty quiet. Um, so it could take some time before the personality really comes out. But uh, he's been really interesting to watch. And I think he's probably, you know, somebody that in these trades, which were hard for fans to get excited about, he is somebody that you can look forward to seeing. And I'd say the same for Joe Musgrove. I know he was very popular uh, in Houston, among the fans and the media, and pretty easy to see why. He's a really likable guy, very friendly. Um, so it's been good to just sort of see how those guys, uh, you know, kind of introduce themselves into the clubhouse. And it seems like both have, have fit in really well. You've seen Musgrove with all these young starters uh, just kind of hanging out part of the group. And Moran has really taken to Josh Bell 
it's been really interesting to sort of watch that group come together because they're all about the same age, you know, about the same experience level, and they're going to be together for quite a little while now. Adam, you're our eyes down there. Anyone show up looking different, maybe with a different hairstyle, different uh, facial hair, any, uh, you know, like a dramatic weight change, anything like that? Kind of thing. Not really. Um, no, not that I've seen so far. Not everybody's here, granted. Uh, Stephen Brault showed up with a little bit more of his uh, kind of futuristic, artsy tattoo filled in with different colors than we'd seen in the past. That's always a good look. Uh not a whole lot of physical changes, honestly. No crazy hair. Uh, Felipe Rivero died his last year. That was uh, that was enough to catch our attention. Yeah. Uh, so, so no, nothing too crazy so far. All right, good. We'll uh, we'll have you keep us updated for sure. That's going to do it for us here on MLB.com Extras, our Pirates edition. Back next week with a brand new episode. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.